Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time ever listening, I'm so happy that you're here. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode. I feel like it's been a while since I have chatted with you all solo, especially because for the majority of this quarantine, I was doing solo episodes. Then I did an episode with my husband that I highly recommend checking out if you haven't heard it yet, just because he is hilarious and such a breath of fresh air, which I feel is very needed with everything going on in the world right now. And of course, that is not to minimize the importance of all the conversations going on right now about everything in our climate and our world. And if you're interested in learning more about that and learning more about being an ally to the Black Lives Matter movement, definitely check out last week's episode with Rachel Ricketts, the racial justice educator that blew my mind. And I'm still super honored that she came on the show to talk to us and share more about her work and her story and her life with us. Because of course, I don't, I really don't ever have people on this show just to talk about their work in the world. This show is all about people's souls and going beneath the surface. So With that intro, welcome to the solo episode. Today, I decided to just hop on, share some of my thoughts about life and spirituality and waking up. And I've been on quite the journey lately with continuing to wake up to my soul, continuing to wake up to my spiritual and psychic gifts. And yes, we're going to talk about aliens. We're going to talk about Pleiadians. We're going to talk about Akashic Records and angels and past lives. And yes, we will go there. We will go there with all of it. And I also opened up my Instagram to a Q&A and You guys have sent in so many questions just in the last couple hours. So I'm going to address those questions and we can just catch up and talk and hang out, which is honestly what this podcast is all about. So first, before we dive into it, I just wanted to ask you to check in with yourself and see how you're doing, see how you're feeling. There's so much going on right now and it's heavy. And especially for those of us who are so energetically sensitive and open and also 
engaging with what's going on in the world and learning and digging deeper and doing this internal work of rising up and becoming better people and further awakening. It's just, it's a heavy time to be living in. And um, for me personally, it's been, it's been hard. It's been very dark and challenging and I've had a lot of moments of thinking like, oh God, I feel like I need to go back to therapy, which is amazing. I've been in in and out of therapy for so many years, but I haven't been called to it for the last couple of years. And I have just been feeling so shadowy and doing a lot of, of this deep inner shadow work that is making me think, okay, okay, Jordan, it is time to go deep and maybe talk to somebody um, like a therapist or a life coach or a spiritual coach. So I've found kind of the perfect situation for that. And I'll share more about that soon. But I just wanted to bring it up in case anybody out there is feeling this darkness as well. Um, I think collectively on the planet, there's so much going on right now. And it can be really, really hard, no matter who you are, no matter what your situation is. And for some of us, it's much harder than others. For some of us, I should say also, it's much easier than others. Like I'm fully aware that I am so lucky and so blessed to have a job and having have a loving partner and have a beautiful home to live in. And I have nothing to complain about at all. But just because I don't have anything to complain about doesn't mean that the internal climate of my mind, my body, my heart, my soul cannot be on fire. Um, And obviously we talk about soul on fire on this podcast in a good way, but things can also just be stirred up. And that's how I'm feeling lately, especially with the this long kind of um, stay at home type of thing. And I know that a lot of us are out of our homes now. Restaurants are starting to open back up. People are going out and about again, but I do have a delicate immune system to worry about. So there's that. So there's just a whole lot of stuff. And I've been super committed to doing the the hard work, the deep work, the shadow work. And that's what we're here to talk about on this podcast today. And I'll give you guys some tips for how I've been doing that and how I've been dealing with the darkness that comes up because inevitably, if and when you're really doing this work, it does come up quite a bit. That's part of it. So we'll talk about that. And I'm excited to have this chat. As always, if you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast, I would love and appreciate that so much. And you can send me a screenshot of your rating and review to jordan at thebalancebond.com. And I will send you my yoga ebook for free as a gift. And we can chit chat and I can just thank you for sending that in. And then before we dive into this episode, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor for today's show, Go Macro. You guys know Go Macro is my go-to vegan protein bar. I'm obsessed. There's a reason I only ate Go Macro bar on the day of my wedding and didn't eat anything else because I knew it would make me feel amazing. And obviously you want to feel your best on your wedding day. We also put Go Macro in our wedding gift bags, which goes to show how much we love them and wanted to share them with everybody who came to our special day, our wedding. 
So before I get deeper into talking about Go Macro, I want you to know that you can use the promo code BLONDE for 30% off plus free shipping on gomacro.com. So 30% off plus free shipping, that's a pretty amazing deal with the code BLONDE. A little bit more about the company, Go Macro is mother-daughter owned and based in a rural community. Their mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle with products that have a positive effect on the world. It's available in 15 flavors. They're packed with completely plant-based ingredients. They're made from simple, high-quality ingredients that are certified organic, vegan, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free. And I have so many favorite flavors. I don't even know where to begin. I'm obsessed with their peanut butter and their peanut butter chocolate chip. You guys know I'm all about the chocolate flavors all the time. And I just love that they are animal people. They're animal lovers. Their mission is to spread the plant-based message and sharing such a delicious and healthy bar along the way, which I couldn't possibly stand behind more. So check them out. Use that code BLONDE to purchase. And now let's just get into the solo. Okay, so let's just dive into all the topics that I want to talk about today. As usual, I have no outline. I have nothing planned in my head. I just have a lot to spill out of my heart into the podcast Um, microphone. So let's do it. So number one, I just wanted to talk about this spiritual awakening that is happening on a deeper level that I've been touching on on my Instagram, my blog, different places. Who knows by the time this comes out, comes out, maybe I'll have said a lot more, but this is probably definitely, I should say, where I will go the deepest. So if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a long time, then you know you've been on my spiritual awakening with me. When I started this podcast almost four years ago now, it was really a podcast about the entrepreneurial life, blogging, wellness, health, starting a business, all, all that good stuff. And it has since evolved, and this happened very quickly, into a very spiritual podcast because I've evolved into a very spiritual person. And I really believe that wellness and spirituality go hand in hand, and you can't have one without the other. And what it really means to be well and to be focused on wellness is to be open and be happy and have a lot of love in your life and a lot of light to share and to spread. And I don't say that in the super cliche, spreading love and light kind of way. I mean, like you really don't just talk about it, but you walk the walk, you talk the talk and you live that life. And I can definitely say that when you start to live that life, you emanate a different kind of light and a different kind of glow. And I remember seeing it with people before I started living this way and prioritizing my mindset and my meditation and my mental health, along with, of course, my physical health. I remember seeing certain people and thinking, oh my gosh, they literally glow from the inside out. It's like they have a white light surrounding them and they just live in this this bubble of magic. And that's not to say that their lives are perfect and that I even wanted their life. I just thought I want what they're doing. They, they're so happy and they're so confident. And that really that confidence that comes from living in alignment with your soul is the best 
asset you could ever have and the best thing that you could emanate into the world to feel confident in your own skin, make the world a better place and live on this high vibrational mindset because it is it is truly wonderful. It is so different from where I think the majority of humanity lives and where I was before all of this too. So I can definitely say that from personal experience. And a couple of the people that I can reference that maybe you guys might know who they are too, that really emanated this absolute glow about them that I can think of off the top of my head would be Amanda Chantal Bacon from Moon Juice. I always just thought this woman glows from the inside out. She is so clearly living her purpose. She just had this this kind of air about her that was so intriguing to me and so beautiful. And I've gotten to know her since then. And I've had her on the podcast, which you guys can listen to a previous episode. And she's truly living in her divine truth. And I feel that Moon Juice, her company was 100% manifested from above. And when you see something that's so in alignment like that, you just know. I felt the same way with Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop and feel however you might want to feel about Goop, but I'm such a fan of Gwyneth as a person. I'm such a fan of the brand and it's quite undeniable what she's built and how heart-centered it is and how it's just been created from a higher place. I felt this way about Kundalini teachers that I've known. I felt this way about yoga studio owners. I've even felt this way about teachers that I had in high school and in college just people who are living their truth emanate a whole different kind of light. Some other people I can think of that have also been on this podcast are Sahara Rose, Shaman Durek, Krista Williams and Lindsay from Almost 30, Kelsey Patel. So many people that I have been so blessed to surround myself with and actually become so close with on this this journey of awakening. Jenna Zoe, my dear friend who does human design. I mean, I could go on. There's so many, but I'm talking like early, early. I remember discovering Amanda Amanda Chantal Bacon before I was even in the wellness space. I was in college and I just thought whatever she is doing is working and I want to know what she's doing. And now, of course, I know this journey to waking up is different for all of us. So me sharing with you guys what I do doesn't mean that that's what you have to do or that that's what you're going to do. It just means maybe it can inspire you on your path and give you that nudge to speak to your angels or to dig deeper or to find something within your heart that is that is ready for more and if you have this feeling that you are ready for more then you're right because i think when we know we know and it's time to dive in. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do that, whether that be with ordering books, like a book I would highly recommend would be Journey of Souls. So incredible, so incredible. We will link it below in the show notes. That one will blow your mind or also any of Wayne Dyer's books or any of Louise Hay's books, like Heal Your Body, Heal Your Life. Um, Gabby Bernstein's books are a really good place to start. And there's so many others. But if you're feeling that call to dive deeper and to just start learning about spirituality and what's out there, those are a couple places to start. You could also start with 
taking a kundalini class probably online right now because I don't know when everything is going to open in the world again. Um, I've had some kundalini teachers on this podcast like Brett and Tara from Elevate the Globe and Guru Jagat from Rama. Um, you could just start meditating or just start spending more time in nature or going on walks without bringing podcasts along or without going with someone else or even with music and just being alone in nature with your own thoughts. That's huge. That's when the downloads come. So people ask me all the time, how do you channel and how do you get these messages from aliens and ancestors and spirit guides and angels? And always my answer is these these things come to me when I'm quiet. And usually, either if I'm outside in nature, that sense, that sixth sense is heightened, but also it can happen in the bath. It can happen on my meditation yoga, yoga mat and the mornings, it can happen in that very early morning time when I'm first waking up and I'm not inundated by the loudness and the noise of the world yet. It can happen in so many different ways and that's for everybody. So that's just what I wanted to start off with before I shared more about my awakening lately. So as I was saying before, I think if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, then you know that spirituality has been an ongoing theme in my life. I have gotten super into certain things like Pleiadians and plant medicine like ayahuasca and mushrooms, psilocybin, microdosing, um, psychedelics, all those different things. And that has all been fabulous and such a part of my journey and will definitely continue to that shattered all of my perceptions, my previous perceptions of reality, but also you can achieve those shattered perception states also without psychedelics for people who are not interested in that. And I really believe we can do that through meditation, through the power of the mind, through whatever your meditation is, whether it's like, um, I know some people do breath work. Some people do like the Wim Hof method of cold showers and breath work and that whole thing. You don't have to just sit there and meditate if that's not for you. But there's so many different ways to awaken and they all call back to stillness. So as usual in my journey, I have awakened really, really, really fast. Everything has changed in my life. A couple of years ago, I awakened so freaking fast after I had this conversation with my friend Nicola Berman, who you guys can hear on a way earlier episode of the podcast. We had a conversation in Ojai where she let me know that I was connected to the Pleiadian dimension, this star system, basically aliens, but that word scares some people. So you can say light beings, beings that are just living in a, in a different in a different realm, a different dimension, star system. So after she told me about the Pleiadians, everything kind of started to make sense. So if you've heard anything about like indigo children or star children, or just even highly sensitive people, many of us are are, um, tied back and connected to some kind of larger star system or five-dimensional beyond reality than this third dimensional, three dimensional world. So that happened. My conversation with Nicola rocked my world and blew my mind and like catapulted me into this wide open heart space of 
of learning and then having kind of this deep sense of comfort that I'm not so different. I'm not so out there and like unable to relate to so much of humanness. And my body's always been in so much pain. I finally, I guess the way to put it is I realized there was nothing wrong with me and that my sensitivity and my openness and my everything that ever made me feel different in the world actually was my greatest gift and my greatest superpower. And I realized that with my blog specifically, And this business that I've created, that that was manifested from a place so much higher than myself. And so I really began working with trying to talk to the Pleiadians. And I had some instances of what I would call, what what other people would call maybe alien abductions in the middle of the night, but I would call visitations where light beings would be in my room and I would see them holding my brain. And it's like I was getting these deep energetic upgrades. And then Nicola, who had introduced all of this to me, she's a shaman and an energy alchemist. She had told me at the time, actually a few months after this, she told me, Jordan, your your soul is actually pretty angry. Your inner child is angry and has a lot of anger. And I think, you know, your health is really going to break down if you don't start listening more to your inner child and acknowledging this deep-rooted anger that you have. And I was just shocked. I was like, I am really not an angry person. I mean, of course, I have a range of emotions all the time, but I didn't feel that I was holding on to really any excess anger. And so she ended up being right. And I ended up getting really, really sick. And for the last three years, I've been just down for the count with extreme sickness and Lyme disease, autoimmune issues. Um, bedridden, near-death experiences, surgeries, like my entire life has changed so drastically. And I was so aware that whole time that the health issues that I was going through and the pain that I was experiencing was happening in a large part to wake me up to my soul and wake me up to my eternal nature of my soul. And my inner child and my spirit had a lot to say. So fast forward to my first plant medicine experience. Um, well, my first really deep plant medicine experience with ayahuasca, where I literally went to other planets, saw my soul in so many different parallel realities, and just realized that my entire perception of what life is about and the meaning of life and the meaning, my purpose here on this earth, all of that was just shattered and cracked wide open in the most beautiful way. And my physical symptoms felt very healed after that for, for a couple of weeks, but then everything came back. And then of course I dragged Jonathan to do ayahuasca. We did a podcast episode about that. And, um, and his reality was shattered wide open. And we've just been on this crazy, amazing spiritual journey ever since mostly me, but I say we, because I really don't feel like if you're, if you're really on this spiritual journey, that you could be with a partner who's not at least open to learning from you or to meeting you on these higher vibrations and up-leveling with you. Not to say that you guys have to be the same because we, Jonathan and I are totally interested in different things and up-leveling into different places at different rates, but he's super open to it. And we've done a lot of this work together. 
and honestly it's been it's been a necessity because otherwise it would be like a human married to an alien or something and then that just ultimately there would be a lot of disagreements i think about the ways to view the world and that kind of brings me to a huge fast forward and obviously i'm giving you the super abbreviated version especially because i have a lot of solo episodes on my spiritual journey so if you want to learn more you can always backtrack to those episodes However, I want to talk about what's going on lately and with me and in all the crazy, amazing ways. So as many of you know, I did two back-to-back water fasts during the quarantine and I did it in a medically guided facility. It was amazing and deep and awakening and super huge for my physical healing, but also what happened on an even deeper level than the physical healing was my connection to spirit, my connection to God, nature, beyond. And so I would just go lay on my balcony at the water fasting facility and um, and have these conversations with the trees and the sky and the birds. And ultimately, I've reached this point since then where I can't even, I can't even really be in the world, be in my day-to-day life with, without seeing everything from a very existential point of view. And so that's when I say in the beginning of this episode that it's been really hard and really dark. And even though awakening is full of light and so worth it, and I truly know without a shadow of a doubt that I came to this earth to experience an awakening and to awaken others with me and to just explore what it means to be human and conscious and manifest and all these incredible things. But it's dark because when you reach this point where I feel like I've reached now, I see everything in a very existential kind of way. So I'm looking at everything and everyone and every relationship, friendship, circumstance, disease, dis-ease, as I would prefer to say, um, everything going on in the world, et cetera. And it doesn't make any of this stuff less real because it's so real and it's so tangible. But when you look at it from a soul's perspective, it's just different. It's just different. And I've had a lot of conversations lately with people who have passed, people who I know, um, people in my family, and then a couple family friends who are no longer with us. And I've asked them questions about this. So they're on the other side of the veil. And if this is all new to you and you're like, what the heck, Jordan, I can't believe you're talking to angels and totally into all that. Well then, welcome to this side of me, people, because it's not going anywhere. And I only feel more and more connected to this side of myself every single day. And the main purpose really of creating this podcast episode today is that I want to introduce to you guys that this is where I'm headed. This is where I'm headed in my life. This is where I'm headed on the podcast. This is where I'm headed with everything about my brand. And I know that you guys are along for this ride and that many, many, many of you are on this path with me and I'm grateful for that. So that brings me back to the story where I've been channeling my ancestors and talking to them and asking them over and over and even just asking my higher self 
and my guides to share with me like, oh gosh, like what is my purpose on this earth? Because I am feeling so, so, so insanely connected to my eternal soul and very much feeling like I am living in a different realm a lot of the time in my mind. And so it can make it really hard to have regular conversations because I just want to dive straight into the deep stuff and talk about 5D realities and where we go after this and where we've been before this and the journey of our souls. And also just like the deep things that I've seen in so many experiences that I've had, which is a blessing and a gift and has connected me to an incredible soul family of humans that are here on this earth. and. Um, I talk to them all day long, several of my friends who are just on this journey right alongside of what I'm experiencing. But other times it can be very lonely because it just makes it hard. And my body gets weighed down kind of with the physical pain of transmuting all of this. And part of it is human design and being a reflector. And my body just feels everything so intensely. So that's kind of been where I've been at lately, but I have had some really exciting experiences of feeling like my body is healing and feeling so much better than I have in years, which I'm very grateful for due to the fasting and also reaching this level of consciousness and spirituality where sickness cannot thrive and sickness cannot exist. And I know that's not going to be everyone's journey with healing from autoimmune diseases, but I fully, fully believe that chronic illnesses can be healed and can be reversed with the hard work of doing shadow work and waking back up to your soul. So what does doing shadow work look like? For me, it has been this deep and intense purge, like a true purge of so many freaking things, you guys. I think if you've ever listened to my older episode, where I talked about trauma. I think it's episode 32. I talked about trauma. I talked about my ex-boyfriend, Tommy, who I will always love forever and ever. We are connected in so many ways on our soul's path. And I talked about the extremely traumatizing experience for about a decade between Tommy and I, where he is unfortunately... um, addicted to some very, very, very heavy drugs. And we've almost lost him from this earth so many times. And I've gone to higher realms. I've seen his soul and how delicate and sensitive and fragile he is for this earth. But I also want him to obviously to thrive on this earth and to make something of his life. And he hasn't had the chance to do that yet. And here we are, we are both almost going to be 30 and I would love to see him be able to thrive. I really, really, really would. And I could say so much more, but I won't out of respect for him because it's not, it's not my story to tell. But what I can say is that my part of the story and how intertwined he and I have been for so long and our souls are basically merged as one in many ways. Um, I have had to do a lot of energetic cord cutting and deep shadow work and purging around my role in the relationship with Tommy that I've had for all these years and what that needs to look like now for my highest good, for his highest good, for the sake of my marriage. And it's nothing even remotely romantic between us anymore, but um, 
you know, he's, he needs to help himself and I can't be a savior and I'm not, and that's not my role. And I felt for so long that it was my role. So it's just been this dark thing. And I've been doing a lot of shadow work around it. There have been songs that have come on and I swear, like I'll be watching YouTube. I'll be watching a YouTube vegan cooking video. And the next thing I know, a My Chemical Romance song from high school, when I was in high school, that was the prime time that Tommy and I were together, um, will come on and it's like my angels just flipped it on or something. And I will be so affected to my core in a way that is indescribable, truly, in words. Like, I will be brought to my knees and be hysterically crying, full-on sobbing like a purge that is like no other. And um, that kind of stuff has been really hard because it's been deeply emotional and it leads me to question, what am I letting go of and what am I willing to let go of? And am I willing to let go of my old self to step into this new layer of what my soul wants me to be and is ready for me to be and what I, what I'm ready to be. So I've dug deeper into this. I did an incredible Akashic records reading with, um, a wonderful woman who will be coming on the podcast soon that my friend Ashley booked for me. Shout out to Ashley friends who book you Akashic records readings and know without even you having to tell them anything, know how much you need them. Like that is the kind of friend everybody deserves. So I had this reading. I had the reading last week and we talked a lot about energetic cord cutting and basically my throat chakra and things that I need to share. Um, like this podcast episode that I was holding myself back from sharing for a ton of reasons. Um, one, because I always feel like this is like, I am just sharing so much from my heart and do people even care? Like that's one thought that I've had. Clearly, if you hear, if you're here, you care. And I appreciate that. Or I, at least I hope you do while you're here. Otherwise I'm just boring you. Um, secondly, I've had a lot of fear around really being who me, being myself and speaking from my heart for the last like three or four weeks because of everything going on in the world. And I've never in my life gotten so much online bullying and cyber bullying and hate, and I won't get into it. I'll leave that story for another day because we don't need to perpetuate that cycle. I'm living in a very Abraham Hicks kind of mindset right now. Abraham and Esther Hicks, one of my ultimate teachers, I actually got the message that I needed this morning more than ever. Let me find it and pull it up. Okay, the message from Abraham this morning was if you examine your history, you cannot help but repeat it. Law of attraction says it is so. Whatever I'm looking at, I'm including in my vibration. So of course, if I were to talk more about that, I would just be including it in my vibration. So we're not gonna talk about it. But that's the reason why my throat chakra has been a little blocked. And we dove into that in my Akashic Records reading. It was extremely helpful. And also in the Akashic Records, I learned so many cool things like the um, star system speaker is apparently one of the places where I've spent like thousands of lives, which is incredibly cool. And through this whole journey, I've also been for the last several months mentoring under two different people, a medium and um, an Akashic Records reader, a different Akashic Records reader. So I have been growing and honing my own 
skills and psychic abilities and channeling every single day, whether it be my ancestors or the Pleiadians. And we are channeling a project that I'm super excited about that will be available later this summer. And I'll get into more of that soon, but it's going to be a very spiritual slash. I think it's going to have to do with being plant-based as well, but it's going to be, it's going to be more of like a spiritual teaching that will just be my second spiritual teaching offering to the world. The other one being waking back up to your soul. My, um, my course that we can link below as well. Just a brief interruption from this solo chat to talk about Organifi, my favorite, favorite product for green juice powder. So I'm super obsessed with Organifi green juice. It contains 11 superfoods for detoxifying the body, for safe weight loss, if that's something that you're interested in, and for protecting your immune system, which of course is something that we all need a lot right now. Each and every ingredient in Organifi Green Juice provides all-day immunity strengthening. It's amazing at boosting your body's pathogen-fighting abilities. You get a full spectrum of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, and it only takes 30 seconds to prepare. So all you have to do is add a scoop of water and then add in the powder. There's no chopping, there's no juicing, there's no blending. So basically, if you want, it can take the place of a morning green juice. And it also gives you so many vitamins, minerals, and nutrients. If you're not eating a super vegetable heavy diet that day, that's okay. Of course, to be TBB approved, Organifi Green Juice is certified USDA organic. It's also dairy-free, gluten-free, keto-friendly, soy-free, and 100% vegan. They ship straight to your door, which is the best, so you never have to go out to the store to get it. And a recurring delivery is included in subscriptions, which can make it so that it's automatically delivered on your schedule when you know that you're going to need more. So there's so many real superfood ingredients in Organifi, from moringa to ashwagandha to spirulina, chlorella, beets, turmeric, mint, wheatgrass, lemon, and coconut water. So as you can imagine, that is a delicious combination as well as full of nutrients. And you can use the promo code BLONDE to get 15% off of any product. So not just the green juice powder, but any product at Organifi.com. So you can order any product today and you'll get 15% off at Organifi.com with the code BLONDE. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Promo code BLONDE, Organifi.com. Promo code BLONDE. Check them out. Tell me what you order. Tag me on your Instagram stories so that I can geek out with you over your green juice powder because that's the kind of girl I am. And now let's dive back into this episode talking all about spirituality. All right. So you guys asked so many good questions. I honestly don't even know where to begin. Um, I'm probably going to answer like 10 and then save the rest for another solo. Or I'll answer some on Instagram. Or you guys should definitely also check out my newsletter that I'm sending out every Monday. We'll leave a link below in the show notes so you guys can hop on over because I'm answering questions every week there too, which has been super fun. So let's see here. Get well with Michelle. She was the first person to send in a question. So I obviously have to answer hers. She's asking about manifestation. So I'm very excited to get into this topic because manifestation has kind of been at the core of everything I do and everything I've done 
with my brand before I even realized what manifesting was. So the way that I prefer to manifest is Abraham Hicks style, law of attraction, the quote that I read you guys a few minutes ago. The law of attraction is such that whatever you give your focus and energy and attention into, it will come right back to you. So if you stay focused on the good things in your life, you will attract more good. And of course, if you stay focused on the negative things in your life, you will probably end up manifesting more negativity into your life. But it's quite a bit more complex than it sounds. I mean, first of all, I want to say it's simple and everybody can do it, but it's also complex in the sense that we can think that we're manifesting something good into our lives while we're actually focusing on something that we no longer want. So say what you want to manifest is you don't like your job anymore and you want to start to manifest a new job. So if you're constantly thinking, I don't want this job anymore. I hope they just fire me. I hate this job. This place sucks. I don't want to sit at this desk anymore. You're not actually manifesting anything positive into your life. You're just manifesting more and more of this negative emotion of of not liking where you are. So what I would recommend doing instead is coming up with a positive mantra for your manifestation process. So something that would be affirmative would be, I am going to attract the job of my dreams, or I will attract the job of my dreams, or I've already attracted the job of my dreams and it's coming into my ethers right now. So the more you can make it present tense, the better. But if it's hard for you to believe that, say say what you can actually believe. And you can also get really specific and granular with this. Like I have I have already manifested and called in the job of my dreams where I'm working for this amazing person or I've created my own business and you can get super specific around what that is. So of course, the question at hand is not about job. You could talk about anything. You could manifest um, the strength in your body that you want, or you can manifest feeling better. You could manifest a partner into your life. And there's a bunch of different stages and pieces to law of attraction. So you just want to make sure that you're focusing on the harmony of the energy that's flowing through the universe and then align yourself with that very energy. So it sounds probably a little bit like, oh my gosh, is it really that easy? But the truth is once you do the work, which is shadow work, which which is ancestral work, ancestral trauma, once you really face the deep-rooted issues, for lack of a better word, that are holding you back from manifesting, that's, I think, when the law of attraction and similar things can really work and really um, bring you what you want in your life. So I would highly recommend my friend Lacey's work to be magnetic. She's phenomenal. Um, I've faced much of my shadow side through her work. Manifesting there is incredible. I also have my Waking Back Up to Your Soul course, And it always comes back to confidence in yourself, doing the work. You guys got this. And manifestation is an ever-evolving process. So I'm still working on it all the time, every single day. And I notice when I get into negative thought patterns that just attract more negativity in my life. And to be honest with you guys, I've been kind of in that rut for the last week. And that's why I was like, you know what? No. I am diving deeper into my shadow work and my shadow self. I am making the change. I am not going to stay in this negative headspace where I feel, I was honestly feeling you guys so depressed, so anxious, so not myself at all. And that is not 
the space to manifest and create lasting change from. I mean, yes, you can manifest, but you're going to manifest negative things. And obviously here we're wanna, we, we are wanting to focus on the positive. So um, law of attraction is huge. I highly recommend also signing up for the Abraham Hicks newsletter so you can get those amazing quotes straight to your inbox um, every day. I've been receiving those every single day for the last three years and my life has been changed. Um, So we can talk way more about this. I would love to do a full episode on manifestation soon, an updated one, because that is so needed. Um, Great question, Michelle. Thank you so much. And before we get into the next question, gotta let you guys know, gotta keep it real. I just hopped off of the recording for a little bit to go on a birthday Zoom from my friend Mariah. Now I'm making dinner. So if you hear any um, thing in the background, such as my timers going off and whatnot, that's from making dinner. But we're going to get into the next question now, which is from Danielle Carnahan. Danielle Carnahan 4 is her Instagram name. How did you grow your online blog or your blog and online presence to spread your message as far as possible? That is such a good question. And one of the most common questions that I get asked. So I started my Instagram account, The Blonde Vegan, seven years ago. Actually, so freaking wild. The day that this episode comes out will be the seven year anniversary of my blog, which is crazy. So if you didn't believe in the power of the universe already, that kind of stuff is so magical, so wild. Um, So I started my Instagram account seven years ago. And I always say the climate was so different back then. Things were just different. It was so much easier, I would say, to grow an online presence because there weren't a whole lot of people on Instagram yet, especially people who had a brand or were talking about wellness or something specific to a specific niche. So the tactics that I used at that time are a little bit outdated, but I used hashtags. I followed people back. I engaged with people. I found all of the big top health bloggers and vegan bloggers at that time. And I commented religiously on all of their blog posts and their Instagram posts, if they even had Instagram, because back then a lot of bloggers only had blogs. Um, on actual websites. And I do miss those days, even though I started on Instagram. I created my actual website just a couple months after that. And I miss the days of people commenting on each other's blogs. So those were a few different things that I did, which were completely genuine, by the way. I think there's a huge difference between people who ask genuine um, questions on bloggers' posts and people who comment genuine stuff versus people who comment just to try to get their blog or their Instagram account seen. So I wouldn't recommend doing that, but do it in a genuine way, in a way that you care. Because when you're supporting other people, eventually they'll take notice of you. They'll start supporting you too. It's a really nice way to grow and also get integrated with the community. And then I just worked really hard. I mean, for the last seven years, I've put out content in some way, shape, or form pretty much every day. And if not every day, then certainly every week, whether it be recipe content, fitness content. When I started podcasting, I've stuck to the same podcasting schedule for four years. It's truly consistency. And I would say diversify across different platforms. So You'll find me on YouTube. You'll find me on TikTok. You'll find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, podcast. 
And you don't have to have all these things, but I think it's nice to kind of see where you land and see what you're good at and see what your audience is interested in. For me, it's always been Instagram, my actual blog, and this podcast that have had the biggest audience and the most traction and the most people listening. Like I have never been like a huge YouTuber or anything like that because I've also never put that type of energy into YouTube. But I still release content on YouTube from time to time because I see that there's an audience there and there's a niche there and there's a group of people on YouTube who are so loyal and engaged. So diversify your platform, see what lands for you. Maybe YouTube would end up being your thing versus Instagram. You know, there's some huge YouTubers that have a smaller Instagram following. So it doesn't all have to be about Instagram or these social media apps on our phone. You could also um, work with SEO for your blog, which is something that I've never personally done. I'm not opposed to doing it, but I've just done things in a very organic grassroots type of way. Um, I've had managers, I've had agents, I've had all sorts of help and employees and assistants. But I've found for me at the end of the day, what I enjoy most and what works the best with my lifestyle and the brand that I'm trying to create, the brand that I have created is doing almost everything myself and then just hiring people who do things that I can't do and they do it much better than me, but more like freelance type of work where I'm not fully employing anyone because that's a lot of pressure that was never for me. There are other bloggers who are building these huge brands, 12 employees and beyond. And I think that's so cool. But when I've really taken the time to do the inner work, the spiritual work, this inside shadow work that we're talking about, what I've learned about myself is that I much, much prefer the lifestyle that I have now. And Um, the people working for me and with me, a lot of them are in my family, which a lot of people wouldn't know. Like I keep things very close to my heart. And I think that has been one way that I've kept things really genuine and really authentic to who I actually am at my core. And I think if you're remaining authentic to who you really are, you can't go wrong. Um, and speak to your audience, know who your audience is. Like you can literally come up with a name for your audience member, for your main reader. Um, I came up with a name a really, really long time ago for the girl who reads my blog, the everyday girl. And obviously there are so many different people who read my blog, but when I think of my typical reader, Her name is Caitlin and she is from either a big city like New York or LA or sometimes I think of her as more of like somebody living in the Midwest because I have, I can see her so clearly and how old she is. She's in her mid twenties, what she's interested in. She's interested in fitness and wellness and spirituality. Does she live with roommates? Does she live with her family? Is she single? Is she in a relationship? all these things. And eventually as I've grown, Caitlin has grown as well. And I know that so many of you guys listening have grown right alongside of me in this spiritual journey. So we're always evolving. Now I'm almost 30. I started my blog when I was 22, 23. Um, was I 23? I'm trying to think, I guess I was 23. So my life has changed significantly. And I think longevity is all about bringing your brand along with you. And um, right along with how I'm changing is, is how I bring my brand along. And that might not be for everybody. And I've noticed along the way, like I'll have a really 
diehard loyal person following me who one day I'll think I haven't seen their name in a long time. And then I look and lo and behold, they don't follow me anymore. And I don't take those things personally because I have changed so much. So for what someone found me for seven years ago, five years ago, or three years ago is not really the same as where I am now. But there's a huge group of people who are evolving alongside of the experience that I've had. And that's been incredibly special. So that's what I try to focus on. And I focus on the audience that's here with me. And I don't get too caught up in, will people like this? Will they not like this? Because I know my reader is very similar to me. And she or he is going to know what's up with what I'm saying. And if not, that's okay, because I can't pretend to be anyone but myself. And I had to accept in the very beginning, I'm not for everybody. And it's actually taken me like six years to seven years to fully accept that I'm not for everybody. I'm going to offend some people. I can't speak for, I can't speak for everyone. I can only speak for myself. So once I embraced that, that's when I could really let my voice shine. And that has felt really, really, really good. So that's where I'm at. That is kind of how I started and how I grew my brand. I would love to do a full episode on that soon. I'm going to answer a couple more questions. And before I do, I want to thank our third sponsor for today's episode, Cured Nutrition. So I am all about CBD. CBD has helped me in so many areas of my life from anti-inflammatory properties to helping me sleep, to helping my joint pain, my raging joint pain in my hands, my lower back, my neck, my jaw that I feel 100% of the time. So I use Cured Nutrition's CBD pain salve religiously on my hands, my neck, and my jaw, and especially at night before I go to sleep. It's like my treat at night. I can't even sleep if I don't roll this stuff on. I also got it from my dad, Byron. Shout out to Byron, who I know so many of you love and follow along with on my Instagram, Instagram stories. He's hilarious. He has arthritis and he suffers quite a bit. Um, So I've got him hooked on cured CBD products, especially the pain salve. But different people like different things. Jonathan is very into their tinctures. We love their mint tincture. I take that every night to sleep. I also love their nootropics that they have that are a mix of mushrooms and CBD. And they also have so many different things. They have a whole sampler box on their site if you're not totally sure what you want to start with. And you should know, you can use the code BLONDE for a nice discount, B-L-O-N-D-E. And you can also listen to their founder, Joseph Sheehy, on the podcast from just a couple months back. It was a really good episode where we talk about his experience founding the company, his experience with nature and CBD. And there's so many reasons why I love Cured Nutrition. For one, the people behind the company are so real, so pure, so amazing. They are Colorado proud. So everything that they do is local to where they live, where the founders live. I think that's really awesome. Um, It's always guaranteed to be high quality, third-party tested, natural, organic, all the things that are incredibly important to be TBB approved. And I know you guys will fall in love. So check them out at curednutrition.com. Use that code blonde for a discount, read all about them and join me in the CBD life because it's the best. So now 
I'm going to answer a couple more questions before I hop off to eat dinner with Jonathan and my family. And Huddy is sitting right next to me. He says hi to everybody. Uh, We love you. He loves you. So a couple more questions. Sarah Scully says, angels, guides, mystical things. So that brings me to, I don't know if I really got like in depth about what my angels have been saying and the ways that I've been channeling them lately. But one of my favorite ways to channel my angels is to sit with one of my crystals, either in the bath or just in meditation late at night or early in the morning. I find I can channel a lot easier when there's not so much noise from the world. Like during the day, there's a lot of things to attend to, but early in the morning, late at night, I find that I can just go out there and zen out and talk to my angels and my guides. So something that helps me a lot, especially when I'm struggling to connect, is to bring out my journal and pose a question to my angels, my guides. You can write directly to them. You can write directly to a specific ancestor or a specific spirit guide, and they will answer you and it will blow your mind. So you can either write their answer. And then in that case, you just have to trust that what's coming through the pen onto the paper is is for real and it's coming from a higher place. Or you can pose the question in writing and then just quietly listen to their answer. And no, if you're not getting the sign for them, or if you're not hearing from them after you ask a question, that's usually a sign too. And a lot of times I think it has to do with our guides trying to wake us up and trying to tell us something like, we're not going to talk to you if you're not here to listen, or if you don't really believe that this is happening, like you're not going to hear what they have to say. So my angels have been coming in lately with such clear advice, such beautiful wisdom. Um, My grandma, specifically my mom's mom, has been coming through a lot. She always comes through for me. My mom's mom and my dad's dad are my main ancestor guys that are always with me. I feel them. I hear them all the time. So what I really try to do to connect deeper to my dad's mom as well, because she is someone, I mean, I love her. I, she was alive until I was in high school and I feel deeply connected to her. And I've learned since I got sick with Lyme that I'm sick to kind of heal a lot of ancestral wounds from my paternal lineage, AKA my dad's side of the family. So I have to work a little bit harder to call her in because she's not there as easily as some of the others. And so I think of her kind of in her earthly body and call her in that way. I have chills just thinking about it. Oh my God, I have full on tingles head to toe. Um, Ah, she's here. This is amazing. She actually, she says hi to everybody. See, the thing is when I work to call her in like this, she's so happy here and it could make me cry because I'm so happy to connect with her and to have her here and ooh, crazy chills, you guys. Amazing chills. Um, she's so special to me. So I do have to work a little bit. I shouldn't say harder to call her in. I just have to be really specific to call her in because she's, I think as a soul still working on coming in as a guide. Um, and I just always am so clear to let her know. I want to hear your wisdom. I want to hear from you. You are amazing. Like you are a part of me. I am a part of you come in and talk to me because I I really, really respect everything what, that you have to say. So she comes in. I can literally hear her voice in my head right now. 
she's talking about my dad. She's telling me to clean up my apartment. <laughs> the the um the table that I'm podcasting on right now is is full of um laundry that needs to be folded right now and she's talking about that. So, she's super special. When I did ayahuasca, I went on a journey with her and had this extremely close-knit experience with her. And you guys, every time I talk about angels and guides, my computer freaks out. So (laughs) I just had to re-record this last part because it went on this like rampage, my computer of repeating every single thing that I was saying. Um, Very funny.